There we go. Thanks, Kibby. Nobody's coming to save you, Joey. the queue what's up everybody thank you for tuning in thank you for listening this is of course the one and only Mm -hmm. this might sound stupid podcast a podcast where two friends get together no matter how tired they are that's not true just about every week on thursdays Mm -hmm. to do a podcast Mm-hmm. And say what's up to each other. Mm-hmm. That was a long intro. Mm-hmm. If this is your first time listening, you can subscribe to us on whatever app you get podcasts on. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. We do have a YouTube channel. Nothing's on there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you find it. I think you just search for us, but also you'll probably come up with other stuff before you come up with us. Sounds stupid, might this. So, uh, yeah, try searching it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember old Google when, like, you would have to put, like, you would have to be really precise with how mm-hmm. you did it. And you could also refine your searches by, was it, like, you would put it in quotations, the words, and then plus, like, if you really wanted to find something. Yeah, like, the the the, the in quotations was, like, a you want this word. Right. To be a part of it. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. But you could, I feel like you could get better search results in the beginning of Google if you did like that and then the plus icon. And so you would only pull out the keywords. Yeah. And you you could do like minus if you didn't want certain things. Oh, you could? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever did that. I just remember learning like, oh, you can make it more (laughs) precise. Mm -hmm. We're somewhere on YouTube. Do your own research. <laughs> Do your own research. <laughs> uh, if you ever want to email us, you can email us. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow us on Twitter, at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. We have two sponsors mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. They are Joey the Good Boy. He's over there laying down because he's already begging to go upstairs because he's an old man. And Mike Long, who designed all of our graphics. Mm-hmm. Dan, how are you? Yeah, a little, a little tired today. Me too. <laughs> what are you drinking, Dan? You know, I have no idea. Okay, I gave this to Dan. Uh, something called Wasteland, Vermodest. Nice. What is it? 
A double dry hopped rye IPA. Rye IPA, you say. Oh, that made Joey sit up. Oh, right, you're not a glass boy. I bought a glass down for you, but. I'll use the glass. Okay. I'm also drinking Wasteland. What? That's kind of a cool can. Some, oops, some apocalyptic setting. Ooh, that was a good pour sound. Uh, or maybe it's not apocalyptic. I don't know what it is. Mad Max. But yeah, double dry hopped rye IPA from Modest. Oh my god, I can't open it. I think I poured dumb at the beginning. Well, it sounded great. Yeah. I'm going to pour mine. See, mine didn't make a sound. Yeah. I like I hit the bottom. Mhm. You're yeah, yours you're like the the foley artist. Mhm. of the group. Dan Probes. 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 Probes can be. Oh, yeah, I like that a lot. Amber and I had one uh when I got home. Mhm. So I went to Aldi to pick up stuff for dinner and uh because i didn't want to cook and then aldi actually has a decent liquor store attached to it yeah so i went in there and got these and i i knew that before but i forgot like oh yeah i like this liquor store oh yeah like all these all those liquor stores must have been so thrilled um when they could all start selling beer yeah because like every everyone got it target got it like every they're just like, oh, we can make a ton of money. <laughs> I, re- I wish this Target over here would start selling beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I go to the Byerly's one, and the Byerly's selection isn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably <clears throat> the lamest selection out there is at the Target. I would say that's like the weakest selection in terms of the grocery store. It, it, it's, it's closer to like your when you wander into like the Sam's Club liquor part. Yeah. You're getting the same thing. Like it's not it's. It's not there for show. It's, yeah. It's there with, with like, it always has like, you know, like a bunch of like, you know, Mick Goldens and White They're Claws. trying like to please the broadest. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're not looking for, you know, beer bros to go in there and be like folding through records. Like, it's, I suppose. They're just like, oh. Th- this more feels like that. Like, there were a bunch of beers from companies I didn't know. This mm-hmm. Aldi liquor store. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the Kowalski's one I can't speak to. Yeah, I've never been in the Kowalski's one. The Whole Foods one I like, but the Whole Foods one is still a little like kind of basic. But yeah. I like the Byerly's one, and I like this one. Mm-hmm. And they're oftentimes way better. I can't. I hate Total Wine. <laughs> I like don't go in there anymore. Yeah. It's too much. Like I'll go to like, I say like instead of going to like the Target one by me, mm-hmm. it's just faster for me to go to the top 10 anyway so it's like oh i'm just gonna go to top 10 the top 10 i like if mm-hmm. top 10 was closer i would go to top 10 yep because it's never overwhelmingly nonsensical in there no and like unless you go there like before fourth of july or before like unless you're going like the friday before those holidays right. it's not overly busy well and that's the thing too when i go to when i go to uh top 10 i always feel like how are there this many employees restocking the shelves right now hmm it's just it's like they're always in there restocking mm-hmm. every time I go. I don't know what that is. Joey, quit staring at me. You're a bad dog. <laughs> You're not a bad dog. You're a good boy. 
Uh, Amber, you're not on camera anymore. If you want to let Joey upstairs, he's literally laying at the bottom of the stairs, just staring at me. Oh, now he's looking at Dan. I can't do anything. We're help. We don't know how to open the door either. Mm-hmm. Only Amber. Dan and I are both very tired. Yeah, like I, I like I have I have taken a short nap. Right, and when I say very tired, I just mean like we're just yeah. tired. Uh, yesterday at work. Today. Nope. I'm starting mine at yesterday. Oh, okay. Yesterday at work, which is Wednesday is usually my like actual rest day. Like I don't do any. I might do some stretching, mm-hmm. uh, but like I don't do any like little auxiliary things. Sure. But yesterday at work for like seven hours, mm-hmm. not straight because I took lunch in there. Uh, but for like seven hours total, I was moving smart boards. And if you don't know what a smart board is, it's, I don't know. What what do you think a smart board weighs? You probably don't have a good frame of reference for weight. I'll bet they're 25, 30 pounds. That's probably about right. Like they're not. They're not excessively heavy. They're awkward. Yeah, because they're just big. And they're heavy enough to have to be lifting. Like, this is how you're lifting them. Every time you're lifting them, you're, like, grabbing them like this and then picking mm-hmm. them up and, like, walking. Or you're holding them, you know, completely. Yeah. I'm trying to get it on. I guess this one was better. I can't. Where your hand. You're holding it like this, but with your hands like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's. They're very big. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday, all I did was load those onto a cart, bring the cart upstairs or. There were times where I had to bring them outside because of the tile work mm-hmm. and load them into a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And it was, it felt good, but it was also exhausting. Yeah. And then Dan and I basically had to go, un, unbeknownst to us, all of a sudden uh, a call got put out for some help. And Dan and I answered the call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it was just like a bunch of work we weren't expecting right at the end of the day. Yeah, like not like tough, just like. A lot of just exertion. A lot of it was physically demanding, and you're just walking back and forth. Yeah. And we didn't expect it, and it was in a building, a big building that mm-hmm. neither of us know. Mm-hmm. So we had to like retrace our steps a bunch of times to make sure it was getting done right. Mm-hmm. But we got it all done. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. But now we're both tired, and I can't. I literally can't remember anything that's happened to me. That's like I, I, I didn't. I didn't want to bring like a crowd over. I'm like, I don't want that much beer is that all you have i could have given you a smaller beer no this is fine they're only like seven percent or seven and a half percent something like that um and just because i <clears throat> i know like well at least we go in the beer there on saturday right so it's like i i, I didn't want to i don't want to drink a ton of beer i drink more beer this week than i have in months mm. like uh i think i've had beer every day this week mm. maybe monday i didn't Amber and I, so it's summer, mm-hmm. and Amber is running the kids around like crazy in a good way. Like, they're having fun. They're yeah. on splash pads, and Nemo's doing Ninja Warrior Camp and mm-hmm. Sports Camp. and mm-hmm. uh, But because the kids are, like, running around and doing all these activities, and, you know, we're fine with them getting, like, 45 minutes of screen time at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so we have been, like, going and sitting on the deck mm-hmm. and having... <laughs> Uh, and having and having a beer mm-hmm. while the kids have a little screen time. It's really nice. Yeah. I like it a lot. But I think I like yesterday we came home or I came home and we had a beer. And then after the kids were asleep, I had two beers. And like three beers is 
on a normal day is a lot mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! <coughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be uh, it'll be nice to go to Barrel Theory again. It's always 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 a good time. We were there, weren't we there last week? Yeah, yeah, last Friday. We went on Friday, like super last minute. When uh, Mike said he was going to go. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay. Like, sweet. Um, I want to try third act again. I want to go back to third act. Well, we got plenty of time. We do. I like being in the swing of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We might do Barrel Theory tomorrow, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Depending on exactly what's going on. Oh my God! Everybody, shut up! My phone's just on silent because I care. It's on silent. It's not making a sound. Or is it on vibrate? It's on vibrate. Okay, that's how I know. That's how I know it's something. I just, <laughs> I just keep seeing the thing in my peripherals. Uh okay, Dan. You, I don't really have any. I'm trying to think back. On my last week of life, and like, I don't remember anything. Stop. Um, <laughs> I, I biked. It was hot. Yeah, it's been very hot. And I think it was like that, like that hill that took me a while. I like that's you know there's like that, there was that segment on the route. Yeah. And like when I did it in July or whatever, it was like a minute fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, so when I did it on Sunday, um, like my best time or whatever was like a minute like thirty nine or something. Um, and I did it in like a minute twenty two. Like, Ooh, and nice. I don't know if that's wind dated or not. What like, does that mean? Like I, th- I think I may have had like wind at my back. Ah, okay. Um. But then when I did it again on wind aided, yes. I thought you said wind dated. And I no. was like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, and like you'll 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 see that for like rec- like world records and stuff, like because there's you're only allowed so much of a backwind. You be- shut up, Kibby. Before the uh, like the record and like the like your your sprint just does not count. Really? Yeah. So like, if it's wind aided, it's uh, that it, would suck. Yeah. Like you got the record where they're like, nah, the wind was was wind one was, knot too high. too high. Yep. When they measure wind in knots. Uh, no, probably not. Probably kilometers per hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Uh, and it was and it was on you know on Tuesday when I did it again. It was like a minute. I don't know, like thirty five or something like that. Nice. Um. But. Yeah, you know. That's what I've been doing. Biking. Oh, it was Father's Day on Sunday. Jesus. Yep. I was like, what did what did we do last weekend? I had a great weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh Amber was awesome. And as everybody should know by now. And Saturday was just like a good day. Dog left. Yeah, Amber got him. Uh thanks, Amber, by the way. Saturday was just like a good You're welcome. Day. Uh, woke up with the kids. Had coffee like Saturday or Sunday. Saturday. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, yeah, it was great. I got to, my kids let me read for a long time on Saturday morning because they're just getting older mm-hmm. and like they played and colored and did stuff. So I got to read for a while and then just had like a good dad day on Saturday. I mowed both lawns. I trimmed the trees. Uh, I cut a. You call that both lawns? Front and back. Oh, okay. What was I supposed to say? The lawn? Oh, like I won't mow this weekend. I'll only mow the back lawn. Oh, okay. Because it's our front lawn is in the sun the whole time, mm-hmm. and it hasn't rained, and it's been like ninety-five degrees, mm-hmm. so that it, the grass just hasn't oh, grown. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, like, why mow it? And you know, the so back's, all the backs in complete shade. Right. So the back you can go out and see, like, well, it's grown, and it could, I could not do it, mm-hmm. but it helps to stay less buggy. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I mean. I mowed both lawns. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, trimmed the trees and then, uh, felt really good. I took my like hand axe mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't, why did I call it a hand axe? What other kind of axe is there? Two handed axe. How about that? It's not a hatchet. Yeah. Like, like more like a, like a fire, like a fireman's axe. Yeah. Uh, and I cut out cause when they cut the tree down, they grind the roots up, but they didn't, they like didn't get this full one. And it was just like a hazard, and Amber stubbed her toe on it, and it was bleeding the other day. So I went out there, and I cut that out of the ground, mm-hmm. which was a lot like a lot of work, but it was yeah, that's good feeling work swinging that axe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like had to, use, my kids were fascinated because I had to get a pry bar to like pry it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? It was just like a good, you know what I mean, like a good dad day. Oh, I went to we found a, we had a random gift card from Menards, mm-hmm. so I went like went to Menards and. It was just a good dad day. Like, got a bunch of stuff at Menards, and uh, and then yeah, Sunday was great. I don't think I slept in that late on Sunday. Kids gave me presents. It was oh, and that was another thing is my dad is out of town, so I didn't have to. And Amber's dad doesn't live in the states, mm-hmm. so it was like I didn't have to figure out what to do for my dad's mm-hmm. Father's Day and my Father's Day. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of nice. I got to just do my father's day and then the nice thing that i remember amber i think amber recognized this like two years ago and i was like man that is really nice like all i want i didn't want to do anything special like i didn't want to go out to a special meal or it was like i don't know i just want a regular sunday but with like a little more or like a little less of the parenting responsibility Mm -hmm. you know i just i want like a like a little like a little more Lucy. Like if I don't, I want to go for a walk by myself with a dog, mm-hmm. or I don't know. I mean, I ended up working out, and then Nemo just stayed with me, and he. <laughs> I got him uh, started hammering nails mm-hmm. into wood, and he literally did it. He just I would get the nails started for him, and for seriously like close to an hour, he was just hammering <laughs> nails into a board. Okay. Which is like twofold. It's such a kid thing. Like it's a very five-year-old thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like I've never hammered a nail into a board. Mm-hmm. I can actually do it. Mm-hmm. And I suddenly have the attention span to do this for an hour. Yeah. But it was also funny to me because it was like a very dad thing to do. To give your kid like a, a thing to do. And it was on Father's Day. It was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I hammer some nails in this board. and <laughs> Yeah. It just, it struck me as funny because it just seemed like such a, 
a dad move. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. What do you, I'm not, I can't read to you right now. I'm working out. Yeah. Uh, here. Hammer some nails. Hammer some nails into this board. Uh, yeah. And then we, the other special thing that I did do was I got, uh, we ordered like takeout barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got like way more than I needed. Cause I was just like, I don't know. I just want, I want all of the, I want, mm-hmm. I want That was like my special father's day thing too, I guess was like, I want all these flavors. Mm-hmm. I know I won't eat all of this food, mm-hmm. but I want to experience all of these flavors and I don't want to feel guilty about ordering it. Mm-hmm. And it's father's day. So I don't have to. Mm-hmm. So like we ordered more food than I would normally, like food I knew I couldn't finish, but then I just had it the next day. But yeah, it was a good weekend. How about you? Your dad, you you, should, you said you let your dad cook for you for Father's Day? Yeah, he just made me salmon. Nice. <laughs> Is Katie in town? Mm-hmm. Okay, she's been putting up videos of disc golf. Yeah, they, they just disc golf all the time. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Dan, let's do Rob's Rando and maybe a mailbag since we're both so wiped. Okay. We haven't done a Rob's Rando in a while. Yeah. Uh, for anybody that d- doesn't know, Rob's Random Topic mm-hmm. is what Rob's Rando is. And uh, our buddy Rob, every once in a while, Dan and I will text him demanding a random topic. Uh, and Rob has to send us whatever pops into his head. First thought, best thought is the rule. So he can't curate a list or like have anything ready ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It's just when he gets the text, he has to send us whatever pops into his head. Uh, this Rob's random is just three words. Sun-dried tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Did you have sun-dried tomatoes growing up? I don't want them. Oh, you don't like tomatoes. I'll never, I'll never eat them. Here's my answer. You'll never eat them? I bet I could get you to eat sun-dried tomatoes. I guess if it's like in something that yeah. like I'm ordering. Yeah. But like I'm not going to ever buy them myself or put them on something. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't put them in anything? No. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't think I had sun-dried tomatoes as a kid. I don't think that's a thing that my parents ever used. Or my mom might have used it all the time. And They're better than potato chips. What? They are. That's like super sun-dried. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on now. You think the sun chips, like like tomato flavored sun chips? Are they actually are all sun dried tomatoes dried in the sun, or does it just imply like some kind of curing? Uh yeah, I don't I don't think they're necessarily cured. I, th- or, well, I, th- I don't know. I think I think they're just dried. In the sun or just dried in general? Uh there's probably some like factories that like that like mass dry them some other Do way. Do sun dried Tomatoes. I can't spell tomatoes. Actually, taste good. <laughs> Dry in the sun. Sun-dried tomatoes are ripe tomatoes that lose most of their water content after spending a majority of their drying time in the sun. They're like sun raisins. Okay, here's from Cora.com. Tomor- tomato raisins. Uh, yes, yeah, sun-dried tomatoes are placed in the sun. The point of this is to rid the tomato of water content. It typically takes four days to two weeks 
That's from Cora. Hmm. I don't understand why it has to be the sun. If you're just drying just out easy. the, if you're just dry, oh okay, yeah, because like you just like, like because I'm sure like whatever place is like picking the tomatoes, they probably just have like a bunch of sheets that just sit outside. This is the, a website called theproductnerd.com. Oh no, wait, it says the produce nerd. Oh okay. <laughs> uh yeah, man, look at this. Thanks, produce nerd. Just trays and trays. Look at look at this. It's just trays for as far as the eye can see of just tomatoes drying in the sun. Thanks, Rob Random Topic. I had no idea. Yes, yeah, so I guess they're like to- tomato raisins in that regard. So Kibby says you can make them in the oven. Yeah, because I think like I think like you could you could do it in a dehydrator. Sure. Yeah. That's like what I was wondering. But I th- I think just for like ease of like mass doing it. Just throw them in the sun. Yeah, four days to two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, well, I guess the problem you would have is like with flies and stuff. I guess. Yeah, like like I'm sure they're like watching, or like there might be like a. Um, can go to a dating salon. It's not the same. Very true. Um, like maybe they got nets or some shit. I don't know. Nets. There were no nets in any of those pictures. Don't buy those ones then. Well, that's, so that was kind of my point is like, because we buy sun-dried tomatoes because I use them occasionally. They're full of ants. <laughs> They're not full of ants. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> that's funny to me. Um, but I would expect to find some with packaging that are like... Actually dried the, the sun. sun, like that's like a selling point. You're eating sun-dried tomatoes. Like I think it's a given that people think they're dried in the sun. But I wanted to know, like, is there some FDA rule where it's like it must be this much? You can't. You can call them dried tomatoes in oil, but you cannot call them sun-dried tomatoes unless they're fucking dried in the sun. Because uh-huh. to me, yeah, you shouldn't be able to say sun-dried tomatoes. But I, w- I also would not be surprised to learn, like, oh yeah. You can't even get actual sun-dried tomatoes at, you know... <laughs> Aldi. Aldi. You have to, like... You got to go to, like, Whole Foods if you want actually dried in the sun, sun-dried tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Would you, you wouldn't be surprised, would you? Yeah. To learn that? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I, I guess I took them at their word that, that when they were called sun-dried... That You're they too were, trusted. That they were just actually sun-dried. You're too trusted. The produce nerd just showed you how they did it. Yeah, for like that one company for the fucking tomato field she visited. You're too trusting. I want to. I'm gonna research this now. Mm-hmm. I'll come back here with answers. Uh, yeah. Sundered like, tomatoes. Like, like if someone like got a pizza and they were on it. Yeah. Whatever. But I'm not. I'm not like so, taking the pizza with sun-dried tomatoes. Let's say you found a really delicious looking pasta recipe, mm-hmm. but a part of the recipe was sun-dried tomatoes. You just wouldn't. I, I, I don't know if I would have looked at it to begin with. You don't like a creamy Alfredo something or other? Well, there's no sun-dried tomatoes in Alfredo. Oh, I know. Some creamy pasta. So wait, so all creamy pastas have sun-dried tomatoes in yeah, them? All of them. Amber, <laughs> <laughs> bring me my recipe book. I might, I might just make them without tomatoes. You don't have to. I might just... Oh, I don't have to? No. <laughs> 
Amber's just so helpful. I could just see her marching down here with my big recipe book. Um, like I, like I might, I might just look for um, like a similar recipe that doesn't have it. Okay. Or I might just like I might just like substitute in interesting, uh, like whole apricots or something because I figure that's about the same, right? A nice antipasto salad with sun-dried tomatoes mm-hmm. on top. Uh, yeah. I use sun-dried tomatoes. I use them way more in the winter. Um, and they're actually not... Wait, why do you want the recipe book? <laughs> I'm getting to it. They're harder to come by in, this, in the winter. Uh-huh. Why is that? Because <laughs> there's less fun. Yeah. I get the joke. You know, in like in like Norway, they just don't even bother. <laughs> They just eat the they, tomatoes. It's just night for. Wait, I thought night. Norway also had a time where it was day all day. Well, that, they just don't want to waste their time because it's, it's finally daylight. Oh. Uh. <laughs> no, so I I have several recipes in my recipe book mm-hmm. that I make pretty often in the winter, but it's like winter eating where it's like butter, heavy whipping cream, and then like a bunch of parmesan mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, you make it with sun-dried tomatoes and you chop them up and it's just, they're delicious. But I really do think they add like a incredible flavor. Oh yeah. Like that's the thing. Like it's, so you, that I could actually see, yeah. Like not wanting the flavor. Like, like I would probably much more like that than like, um, like have like cherry tomatoes. Yeah. Just cause I don't like, I think it's just, it's just my weird, you know, thing for when I was a kid and I just don't like eating to like all the, I like all the flavors tomatoes give me, but I don't. Like, like the actual whole tomato. tomato. Amber, I was going to point to the recipes in, in the recipe book and make Dan answer yes or no as to whether or not he'd cook it for himself. Mm. I'm still going to do that when we go upstairs after the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this week I have made just about every, not every day, two days, over-exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Monday and Wednesday, though, I made the exact same thing for dinner on, well... I'm lying again. On Wednesday, I also made pork chops. Okay. But I just, I made pasta, mm-hmm. like regular spaghetti, and then rinsed it with cold water so that like it becomes like a, not cold, but it yeah. just becomes like a cool pasta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, drizzle some olive oil, salt, pepper, half a, half the juice of a lemon, mm-hmm. and then like fresh garlic. Uh, and just mix that all around, and then yeah, we were we have we were getting these cherry tomatoes from Byerly's, and they're so sweet, they're like candy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're so incredibly sweet. But you saying cherry tomatoes made me think of it, and man, it was so like my kids devoured it, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Oh, and basil, fresh basil, <laughs> very good. Hmm. But yeah, I'm a fan of sun dried tomatoes. I don't know if I've had them on like a. Pe- I don't know if I have actually had like the dried. To me, I always get them in oil. I, w- I guess I was assuming they just come in oil. You know, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, got, I think it's how Kibby gets them. He gets them in oil. Well, he said put them on top of a the ant- antipasto. Antipasto. So I didn't know if they were like still just drained of the oil. I have no idea. Uh. He'll answer. You don't, don't you don't have to answer. Too late. Um, do I have anything else to say about sun-dried tomatoes? I, you know, it might be fun to try making them with the kids. 
Best thing, yeah, because you can, you can just you grow tomatoes. Actually, we should do that, Amber. Just, yeah, just make these a little tray. I like them as a garnish or just a snack. Like, oh, okay. are you talking about in the oil though, Kibby? Will you eat them out of the jar of oil, or what do you mean as a snack? Are you getting like? Are, do you, are there ones that are like crispy and actually dry? And Amber, that might be actually be fun to do, to because we have sun in our front yard, all day, mm-hmm. every day, unless it's cloudy, I guess. To like just read about how do you actually make sun-dried tomatoes and then see if we can make them with the kids yeah. in our front yard while it's super hot and sunny. Mm-hmm. We should do that. That sounds fun. Uh, Amber says thumbs up. Yes, there are some out of the oil. Okay. I might want to try those. So yeah, I so I was, I was assuming, yeah, the oil must reconstitute a little bit of uh, life back into They're it. They're definitely like moist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have anything else to say, but I'm glad. I, I'd like the idea of trying to make them ourselves. Mm-hmm. I might try to read about that and see, like, like, oh, this sounds way too annoying to do with a five and a three year old, or like, oh, this sounds fun to do with a five and a three year old. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if they could cut a tomato and not explode it. There's no way. <laughs> Nemo might be able to like do okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's no way, Aurora. If you, you, would you want them to have a sh- like a knife that sharp? Well, Nemo could maybe be responsible enough okay. with it. Like I was trying to think, like I might give like under my direct supervision, and I'm not really going to do it, but I I think I could give Nemo a sharp knife and trust him to be responsible with like cutting a carrot or cutting a cucumber even better. You know, if like if I have a cucumber for him, mm-hmm. so that it was laying flat, mm-hmm. I I I think I could trust him to cut the cucumber. Mm-hmm. You know, under my supervision, mm-hmm. if we gave Aurora a knife, she would be in charge of the family. Yeah. So we can't. She's too nuts. And there would be one less of you. Right. Mm-hmm. If we gave Aurora a knife, it's all over. Mm-hmm. She once she's tall enough. <laughs> Amber says Galal. Once she's tall enough to get in those, that knife drawer, I don't know what we're gonna do. You gotta move higher. She was chasing birds out of the front yards. So they wouldn't eat strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> and Amber and Nemo, I guess, were just laughing at her. Get out of here, birds! And she's yelling at them and chasing them away. Uh, and uh, yesterday, she wanted to go ask... W- <laughs> the way Amber described her, a short, stout woman. Mm-hmm. Aurora wanted to go ask her if she was a troll. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, Amber told me that they were like near this woman, and Aurora was like, "Mama, is that a troll?" <laughs> and Amber's like, "No, trolls aren't real. It's just a woman." Is that a troll? And, no, trolls aren't real. It's just a woman. And then Aurora's like, "I'm gonna go ask her." <laughs> like, doesn't believe Amber. I'm gonna go ask her. You wouldn't tell me if she was a troll. I'm going to go ask her. But thankfully, Amber was like, no, Amber didn't let her ask the lady. She said, you might hurt her feelings. So let's not ask her if she's a troll. She's just a shorter woman. (laughs) (laughs) That made me genuinely laugh. (laughs) Kippy's disappointed. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think either of them could cut a tomato. Even the carrot, I think, would be precarious for Nemo. Because it it, it can take a little pressure to get it going. Right. Yeah. But... 
like a cucumber or zucchini, mm-hmm. I think I could give them a sharp knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I wouldn't because I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's just it's just not worth a headache. Nope. At some point he does it. He's started to. This is interesting. He has started to like have more. Like I watched him the other day cutting up his uh, pancakes mm-hmm. or crepes or whatever Amber made him. He's like never tried to cut anything up, and he was like trying to cut it up instead mm-hmm. of you know he's watched. I think an interesting part of watching childhood development for me mm-hmm. has been that like Nemo doesn't necessarily he's not like encouraged to cut his crepes up, mm-hmm. but he wants them cut up. But just as your kids get older, you tell them to wait longer and longer, mm-hmm. and like some of the stuff they learn how to do is because they just start getting to a point where like oh, I don't want to fucking wait anymore. I'm just gonna cut the. I've seen her do it a million times. Yeah. I you know, like do this. that's the, they're not even thinking of it necessarily in those terms, but that's yeah. like the subconscious logic is like, I don't know. I've watched her do it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I can probably, you know, and he like, they're pre, it's pretty awful cutting, but like he has the general idea. He's like holding it down with one thing and mm-hmm. moving it with the other. And then he's crying because they don't look right. <laughs> oh, that does sound like Nemo, but uh, he didn't cry about this. Um, Yeah, it just. It's just funny to watch. I'm, I'm trying to think of another example where it's just like, I don't want to wait anymore. I'm just going to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's why. He, <laughs> I think that's his main motive. He's so motivated to read. I mean, he can read, but mm-hmm. he is like so motivated to like read, read, to like be able to read mm-hmm. and understand. Uh, and I, th- I think it's just because, again, he just wants to cut us out of the uh, equation. It's like, well, if I don't have to wait for them to read to me, mm-hmm. I can just read. Mm-hmm. Not that he's necessarily thinking about it that way. Yeah. Sundry tomatoes. I take them, Dan leaves them. Yeah, I can, I can leave them. They're not like my favorites, but uh, I definitely like a few of those recipes with them. Okay. I'm, I'm going to fall asleep <laughs> like right now because now this beer is hitting me. It's just like, oh my God, I'm so tired. We got to do more of it tomorrow. All right, Dan. We haven't done mailbag in so very long. Yes. Let's go to the mailbag. How do I use my phone? You're doing a pretty good job. All right. I'm here. I had one earlier. Where did it go? Panicking. Okay. This is a mailbag question from Kibby. Ooh. Shortest podcast ever. Uh how long yeah, we've only been live for like twenty minutes. If I just fell asleep. Now with this beer I really feel like I could fall asleep. Uh this one's from Kibby. Mailbag question. Mm-hmm. What is one school subject that you wish you would have paid more attention to or could have been more expanded upon? Sleeping class where you they, they teach you how to sleep with your eyes open. I don't know. I don't know if there's one that I necessarily... Uh, I wish I would have believed in myself more with math. 
Okay. Like, I wish I wouldn't have had the kind of, uh, what's it called, Amber? Not a growth mindset. It's the opposite. Oh, she says, repeat the question. Shrink mindset. What is one school subject that you wish you would have paid more attention to or could have been expanded on? Expanded upon is what he wrote. So that's like, I, I don't know. Like, like I, like I, I paid attention in class all the time because I'm a, cause I'm a nerd. nerd. Like I, you know, it's it's just like it, it. It would, I would feel like disrespectful, like in my head, if I just like they're, they're up there talking, so I should just be listening. You never did you ever fall asleep in a class? No, oh, I fell asleep in so many classes. Um, so I think I don't know. I I just I I, I don't know if there's any that like there there there's maybe some that I could have like taken more of it. Like it would have been more fun to do like higher physics, yeah, um, or higher math. Is that kind of the same thing that I was saying? Like believing in yourself more, or oh, it's not that, no, I, I, if you had to put me in the class, I would have assumed I could do it. It's not that I didn't believe in myself. Why I, didn't I, you I, take the class? Because I was taking other classes with my friends. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Um, yeah, Amber says, I wish I had gone further in math and science, but I was afraid of not getting an A. You guys are dorks. My, mine was more like laziness, just want to hang out with my friends, and I just didn't do the higher level stuff. It wasn't so much that I, 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 was, I, I assumed, I, the, the thing is, like, if I walk into, like, a math or a science class, I assume, assume. that I'm going to ace it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll get an A in that class. <laughs> Cause it's all it's all just easy. It's all just easy math and science. It's all just it's all it's all a cakewalk. Uh, I wish I had Amber won't tell me what this mindset is called because she's withholding like that. But <laughs> that's not true. Uh, I just wish I had believed in myself more with math. Mm. I wish I had had more of the mindset of like I don't know if I set my mind to it I'll do it. Mm-hmm. It might not be as easy for me as it is for Dan. Mm-hmm. But I can still figure it out. Mm-hmm. I wish I had had more of that mindset because uh, I had that in so many other areas of my life. Where I was like, I don't know, I'll figure it out, and I just didn't. I didn't have it there. Yeah. Kibby says, I think some home economics could be expanded upon. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Amber says, I don't know if it's a it has a name, but just the mindset of like everyone has their gift and it just like math wasn't my gift or math isn't your strong suit. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, but that's not a reason to limit yourself in it because the older I've gotten or like when I got to college and I got to take logic and I was like, Oh, math can kind of be like this. Mm -hmm. That was really like, I wish they had given me logic in high school because logic was more like I could see, I could see what math becomes after a certain point it becomes some kind of combination of both of them that makes sense yeah am i just drunk and tired like uh, you you just wanted real math yeah not imaginary math what do you mean well that's basically what it all boils down to it's like real numbers and numbers that aren't real yeah i more mean like yeah when you're looking at an equation and an equation is almost like a it's a it's a statement of logic but it's using mathematics to represent that logic does that make sense yeah and i didn't understand that like math could get to that point which is neat that math could be 
It's, I it, didn't. Uh, no, I, I know. Like, and like, and like, it's hard for me to comprehend that. I'm like, you're really? La- you're laughing at me like a big bully. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, that's just what. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, that's interesting. Because like, that's just what I assume. You know, like it's like. No, it was just like I don't know math. It just puts numbers together. I have no idea. And then I got older, and it was like, oh, I, I, yeah, I took logic, and then I was like, oh, I get it. Every, everything is based on math. <laughs> no. That's not what I'm saying, though. Like, <clears throat> um, I didn't understand that. Yeah, it would be like this statement uh-huh. is a is a a statement of fact m- mathematically, and then when you combine it with this statement and do other things to it, uh-huh. you can figure out the results of like anything. Mm-hmm. Or you can argue the results of anything. Mm-hmm. And then once I took logic and somebody once explained, well, it was my logic teacher, whoever, I can't remember his name, Carl something. Sagan? It was Carl Sagan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I loved this way of putting it. And he said, if you have a, an argument. Sun-dried tomatoes. If you have sun-dried tomatoes and they're not dried in the sun, I, I don't think they should be able to call them sun-dried tomatoes. It's a logical fallacy. Logical fallacy. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh if you're making an argument, but you have to have things to support your argument, you want as few thing as, as few things to support your final argument. And he he equated it to having a like a big weight, and the fewer chains to hold up the weight, the better. Because if one chain anywhere in this chain breaks, you know one link of chain breaks, the whole thing falls apart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so when I was able to start seeing math more that way, of like really complex i don't know what it's even called high level high sure that's the way i put it mathematics where it's you know you have you're like oh yeah well we know that the the natic (laughs) your eyes get so wide we know that the natic equation Uh says that if two principal parts are moving at a you know what i mean like I didn't I just didn't get it until I took that like started taking logic that it's like oh like if you're breaking down the natic equation mm-hmm. eventually the natic equation probably does break down to a point of like 38 plus 38 mm-hmm. not not really but do you get what I'm saying that like the natic equation is taking other equations that you have just like memorized or am I completely wrong about math I I don't I don't think it's necessarily that simple like, like, well, not, 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 not every, yeah, like not every like equation boils down to like X, you know, X plus Y equals Z. No, that's what I was saying. It doesn't boil down to being that easy, but mm-hmm. you still need the foundation of A plus B equals C in order to start understanding the things that make apart even bigger equations. Yeah. Because it, it's just, it's so interesting to me now to know that like people will look at that and go like, okay, so that means, you know, like, and I'm too, I can't, I, I don't even know how to say it, but it's like, yeah, okay. So that means that air will flow in a vacuum and, you know, like you just see, but it's like this one little stupid symbol or series of symbols and like, you know what that whole thing means. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yep. And magnets will always, okay. So, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you can look at it and just be like, oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I was, I was watching, um, this guy's YouTube channel that I have become obsessed with recently. Uh, it's my new hyper fixation and it is called 
Technology Connections. Okay. Uh, it's a great YouTube channel. And yeah, I've been just like tunneling that, just watching that mm-hmm. on YouTube. And he had one about rice makers. Uh, and what a genius thing a rice maker is. And he has like the most basic bitch rice maker that's mm-hmm. like on and then it goes to warm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have any programming or doesn't have anything like that. And then he goes through and he explains how they made that system work. And he starts to explain to you that because water... Oh, I'm an, I, I know that I understand it when mm-hmm. I watch it. It's explaining it back that my head is like a jumble of letters. Like mm-hmm. I would need to write it down and then read it to you. Mm-hmm. But it's like once water gets to a certain temperature, you cannot put more energy into the water. Mm-hmm. So you can't get water hotter than like 212 Fahrenheit or whatever. The only thing you can do is make it boil faster. Mm-hmm. And then this is where I kind of started to lose it. Like, I want to watch the video again. But because the rice will absorb water, you then know that it gets hotter than that. And so there are certain magnets that when they get to a certain temperature will stop working. Mm -hmm. And so somebody... Or a team of people was able to like look at a problem mm-hmm. and go like, oh, this magnet can only like once it gets to like 215, mm-hmm. it stops being a magnet. Like somebody knew all those parts. An engineer. Right. But that's, I don't know. It was, it's also because I was definitely the kid and like still kind of am. I'm like, why do I need to memorize this? I'm like, I can just use a calculator. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the th- classic line back in our day was like, well, you're not going to walk around with a calculator all the time. It's like, well, now I do. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have to do it. I can just ask my phone to do the arithmetic. But like, I don't know. I don't know if you could have explained it to me, but like it wasn't apparent to me that like, well, you need to like, what you need to learn how to do is memorize these things. Because yeah, if you want to be an engineer, it's not like those, like that problem is just, oh, his video about toasters is great. His video about toasters and like how that thing works and that also works with heat. But this was so crazy to me because I was like, what magnets? And so it's like, but it was like the opposite, I think, of how you would think it. Where the once you flip the switch, it's the magnet is repelling the force, I think. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets hot enough, it stops repelling. So the thing falls, but it only gets hot enough because the rice can get past the boiling temperature. It's just, it was really interesting to watch. But then just sitting there and going like, yes, people were just like, what if we did this? What if they're, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what that meeting room looks like, but I just, that wasn't apparent to me as a kid that mm-hmm. like, and I wonder if somebody could have made it apparent to me that like, yeah, you have to, you have to memorize all this stuff because it be, once it becomes like subconscious, that's when you'll be sitting and looking at a problem and then go like, oh, what? Okay. What if we took the, cause like now I'll kind of do it at home when I'm trying to think about like, how do I want to solve this problem in my garage? Or how do I want to do, you know, this thing or this it's, you'll be looking at it and then you'll go like, oh, or another good example is like, I now do this dad thing that like I never ever in my life would have expected myself to do. But I, if I go to Home Depot to like get 
you know, a test, a little test thing of paint or like a certain grit of sandpaper or mm-hmm. something. Like I'm going there to pick up one thing. Mm-hmm. I will like wander the whole store. And what I realized when I was talking to some of the other dads, because I was like making fun of myself for this very dad thing, was like, yeah, when you're looking at it, you're just seeing things. And my brain is going like, oh, okay. I could, you know what? I could use that for like, you're just thinking about all these little finicky, tinkery problems you have at home or with Mm -hmm. certain things. And you're just like, oh, I didn't even know they made a Velcro that did, you know, like Mm -hmm. that could solve that problem. But that's what, that kind of engineering and mathematics becomes where you're just like, oh, wh- okay. So what if, because uh, two polar forces can only migrate when, that's not a thing, but. It sounded right. Right. It sounded smart. But yeah, like, like, and like, and like, that's kind of how, <clears throat> like, that's like, I'm sure it's like the basis of like a lot of like, you know, engineering when those guys are like in that meeting, I'm like, okay, fuck, we got to, we got to design a thing that cooks rice to like this temperature but then stops yeah okay and like they might they might try some stuff yep and then one of the guys is like oh fuck i remember seeing that magnets when they get to this temperature right. do this thing you have to be like curious about that kind of stuff which mm-hmm. is also really cool to me uh and i think i think they, these are the types of things that would have been cool to me even as like an annoying teenager who's like, why do we even have to memorize it? But like the idea of just, there are just like people who, yeah, read like magnets monthly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's not even like necessarily even like memorization. It's like, can you like conceptualize what it is? Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a lot of like, it just kind of like remembering pieces of things. Like I looked at like a, a drawing on a, a whiteboard today that had like two numbers inside of a triangle. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So the yeah, the inside is 180. And it's like, oh, I can just I can answer I can answer this yeah this triangle problem on the whiteboard. I couldn't have just by like remembering like, oh yeah, so yeah, there's 180 degrees inside of this triangle. I mean, that was always a problem for me with math. Was if I ha- if I had the rule, mm-hmm. I could do it. But it was like trying all the rules are I see them in my mind's eye, mm-hmm. and they're all on a sheet of paper. But like the way I would draw an artist rendering of it is like, you know, there's the guy and he's trying, he's sitting there trying to take the ACT or whatever. And then like the thought bubble comes up and he can like see the rules, but they start to, they just start to go like, you know, we're like this equation and this has a square and a triangle and it's telling you that if you multiply, but also this equation over here about how to calculate the area of a, like they all just start to be this mass in my head and Mm -hmm. then i can't like i can't i don't know if there is anything i can do or like if there are tools that people could have given me Mm -hmm. where like i can start to like straight like no no no, i just need this one just stop floating around i don't know how to do that that's that that might be part of like your your brain makeup right like that's what i'm saying like maybe there isn't anything like some sort of like adhd thing where it's like okay like because your brain can't focus on that right equation because it's like these are more equations. Right. Focus on all these. It does. That's a really good explanation of it, actually. And I think I've seen people explain it like that, where it's just like my, it's almost like my brain just thinks, all right, equations. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And then like whoever's running around, like going like, he wants equations. Get okay. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, here you go here. And then this is another one. And this is another, instead of going like, which one do you want? Yeah. 
calculate the area of a circle okay got it like here you go it just it just equals equations and it's just going to give me all of them yeah that's a good way to picture it because yeah I, I guess that's like the you know that was always the the stuff i loved about you know physics and math was just kind of like being able to just like picture the like like just get the answers from like what seemed like just you know like because like you start at the beginning it's like it's just it's just just fun puzzles which is kind of what you know like the guys that like did the rice cooker it was just like like they they started with like a puzzle here here's 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 a box of pieces that needs to become a rice cooker how do you actually put it together that's what i'm saying that i i think you could have gotten that concept through to me as a kid Mm -hmm. like this is it just your every day that you work is just working out a fun puzzle uh amber says i like how visual and concrete montessori is i can come up with the formula from looking at a picture instead of memorizing i don't follow that i think she like when she sees flowers she sees Numbers? Equations. She's got a beautiful mind. I like how visual and concrete Montessori is. I can come up with the formula from looking at a picture instead of memorizing it. One more sentence, Amber. Yeah, I really don't understand that. Um, but like, the, like the, that's that, and that's where they weren't necessarily wrong. Who? Cool. Like, like, like teachers, where it's like, well, you're not gonna have a calculator, you know, right? Not, it's like, no, I'm like, on their I, side I, now. I, I, I could punch all the numbers I want in my phone all day long. Right. It's not going to tell me how to make a toaster. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just ask your phone, how do you make a toaster? Yeah. Um, no. Like, of I need to know. Holy cow. Like, if I need to know area of a trapezoid, I draw a trapezoid and imagine breaking it into rectangles and triangles. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I, I know, like, there's... A, like me and Amber's brains work similarly I think, yeah. with math where I, I was never the, whatever, like the way they first taught you how to do mm-hmm. multiplication and addition and subtraction and division. Like my mind worked backwards Yeah, where it's like, um, like I would be jumping left to right in, instead of like working this way through, like adding the numbers together, I start huge and then, Come right. back to small. Other people are probably following you, yeah, but I'm so, not. So like, like, like you know, like a hundred times fifty, or like a hundred times fifty-two. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do like the one, the one and the five. Oh, and you then, start and on then, that and side. Then, and then I have my zeros, and then it, yeah, and then I come that way. I, okay. I, I come at it from reverse. <laughs> Why? Just worked in my head. Okay. I can't. I'm. That's another area I struggle in is like mental math because it's, it's like yeah, like that stuff like 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 pictures like. It, it, it that's kind of yeah like it's just like you just draw it out because like i i'm like a amber very, agrees like, with you by the way very spatial in how i do that sort of thing so like it's like it is like a, I'm a very visual math mm-hmm. as opposed to like necessarily like linear where it's like i like it's like looking and staring at the equation and kind of like seeing it in pieces and like what each thing is trying to do when then, you when you said a hundred times fifty two, like I genuinely have to sit and concentrate on that. Mm. Like that doesn't just become apparent to me. And that was always, that was always my real big problem with uh, division. Mm-hmm. Was like I can do the division, but I have to write it down. 
Like I can't just do it. I can't. It's the same problem where if like I'm trying to, if I'm trying to do, you know, multiple pieces, even if it was addition, but you like, you know, it was like 98 plus 37 plus 13 plus 112. Like I'd be like, whoa, what? I can't like it just, yeah, it's a log jam in my brain. Like, it, and like that was the stuff that got me in trouble in like early, not sorry, like trouble in early elementary school, but it was just, I, cause I would just like see them, like I would just, it'd be a math test and I would just write the answer down. And like, you know, like we've talked about it on this podcast yeah. before, but like the teacher would be like, Hey, you know, like you got to show, show, show your work. I'm like, okay. Like, okay. it's like, I would just, in, I would just invent work. <laughs> like I would just, I would just write down like sure okay this is this is how this is how i got there yeah like it's like it didn't that didn't matter like it it just it just i don't know whatever uh but yeah no i liked what you're saying too that it's it's not even necessarily memorization but it is like it's like this guy on technology connections he's just kind of interested and fascinated by how things work and Mm -hmm. how things are engineered and so he is like like he'll put up patents Mm-hmm. And it's just something that I have so much more of an appreciation for as a as an adult than I did as a kid where it's like, oh, yeah, there are people who are just like, like, that's fun for them. That's cool. Like, mm-hmm. just looking at patents and, you know, if so what you were saying before, it's not even memorization, but it is it is it's more of an understanding what something is doing mm-hmm. and then just carrying that with you. And so, yeah, it might be in the boardroom where that guy is like, oh, you know what? I remember I was really interested in how XYZ works, whatever, you know, fill in the blank. And what they they were using the polarity of magnets and they were using it as a kill switch if the thing got too hot. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's like some safety Mm -hmm. feature on a different pizza technology Mm -hmm. that they were just curious about. Pizza technology. That that is just something that I want to try to like make more apparent to my kids mm-hmm. is Yeah, it's just it's like when you're curious about things, you start to like you just understand the concept of it. Mm-hmm. I think Amber just said, uh, yeah, I'm terrible at memorizing things, but if you can reason through it. And that's also kind of the same thing where like if you you don't necessarily have to know how the fucking magnet emergency switch works exactly. Mm-hmm. What you take away from it from being curious is that magnets stop their polarity ends at a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. These kinds of magnets. Like that's what you need to take away. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like two years later, you're sitting there trying to come up with your team without to solve this problem this company wants you to solve. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know what might work? Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah. And every rice maker for like thirty years uses that. Yeah. Like I like that's why I like when we're at like meetings at work, I wanna like stand up. Yeah, and like be just be writing on a whiteboard because when I when I like see like and as I'm like writing things down and I see it, mm-hmm. it like it just activates something. It activates a different piece of my mind where it's like it can start going deeper, <laughs> and like it it just kind of like it just kind of like builds. Well, on you itself. don't have to you don't have to keep as much in your short term memory. You exactly. don't have to keep exactly. as much. I, I could throw it there, and I can right. and then I can start. You're exporting some of your your mental capacity yeah. to the whiteboard. Yeah, I can, I can go. I I that's another thing. Who knows if I'll be successful at it? Mm-hmm. I think my parents. Well, you know, most of the time I was with my mom and was more or less a single parent. Like my stepdad was there, but they kind of had the agreement that like. He parented his kids for the most part. I mean, my dad's, my stepdad cooked dinners and a bunch of stuff. Um, but 
I think they were just so busy that a lot of this stuff couldn't be made as apparent to me. But like, um, I have started to appreciate more about more in life, and then also just in our job that some like sometimes what I'm being paid to do mm-hmm. is sit and think. Mm-hmm. It's like a really weird thing to come to terms with. Yeah, because you feel you, like you're doing nothing, right? And like, uh, Sarah had asked me a qu- like a question. And it was like, what do you think would work best here? A question like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into the details of it. And I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got to think about it. She's like, well, okay. I was thinking this or this, or if you think something else, uh, we'll, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And like, I've established enough of a relationship with her where she'll just trust me if mm-hmm. I say we should do this thing. But then also there's pressure that comes with that because this particular thing, it's like, well, if we decide to do that, then it's just going to, like that's where it's gonna be for like ten years, mm-hmm. and if it's stupid to have it there, every time I walk by it, yep. I'm gonna feel like a moron, mm-hmm. and it's gonna take a little bit of that trust away that I've built with Sarah of like, you know, because it's it was not the right thing mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. and so there was literally a part of my day I had it on my list, and it was like figure out what to do with you know X, and so then I just. I had to think on it. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote out, I wrote like a big dumb email that was like <laughs> kind of just like a jumble of ideas and words. And it was the same thing that you're saying. Like, then it was like, okay, now I know what I think about it. Mm-hmm. It's here. I just have to distill it down. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a single, maybe a paragraph. You know, it was like a couple sentences to Sarah of like, this is what I think we should do. And this is why. Mm-hmm. And she agreed. And it's like, at least you explained your logic to them. And your reasoning, because even then, if it's a dumb decision, you'll both have, you'll both feel like invested in the dumb decision. Like, well, I remember that our logic, mm-hmm. you know, only a total sociopath is going to be like, well, your logic was that, you know, we've kind of both agreed on it at this point, but it, it's an interesting thing to come to terms with as an adult where you're just like, oh yeah, like I can just take time to think about a problem mm-hmm. and maybe what that looks like is me staring off into nothingness Mm -hmm. and you know messaging you guys and you're just kind of sitting there thinking it and writing things down as you think and you're Mm -hmm. like this was like a half hour and if you were watching me it just looks like i'm dinking around but Mm -hmm. like yeah but no yeah because yeah it's it's yeah because like you want to seem like you're doing something and that doesn't necessarily look outwardly like you're actually doing anything and like at the end of the day what i did was i wrote an email that was like four sentences maybe and so it's like you feel it doesn't you know like what you and me did today there's like a quantifiable like you can go and look at every single room is now different because we were in there like we went and fucking worked and shit changed and there's like a there's like a metric that you can have Mm -hmm. but if you're just sitting there trying to figure something out and then at the end of the day, you're like, I think we should do this and here's why and here's why and here's why. And then you hit send. It just doesn't, it doesn't, there's nothing to hold on to. Oh, yeah. We're like, yeah, like, like if my dad's like sitting at 3M just like looking at like a piece of a sandpaper machine for like weeks. Right. Like, did, like yeah, because like there's no, there's you, you can't like quantify that in the same way because you're not like moving things around physically in space. Right. Or yeah, you're just trying them on paper yeah. and it doesn't necessarily work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 
I don't know. It's a very, or like the other thing I've been doing recently is, uh, cause I'm kind of redoing some parts of my garage and I'll just give myself permission to just stand out there and look like a total psycho, mm-hmm. but I'm just standing in my garage, like looking at like, well, I suppose if I moved that, you know, and like mm-hmm. you're moving it around in your mind. And I didn't give I didn't give myself enough permission to do that when I was younger to just be like just I don't know just sit and think like mm-hmm. you're really you're really and not me specifically it's just like people are just really good at like figuring shit out just give yourself time you don't have to be doing and producing like mm-hmm. you will but just give yourself time to sit and think and that yeah. was the same thing with like this huge project uh, at the high school mm-hmm. like just sitting and thinking about like okay I know what. Bob said, but I don't think that's going to work here. How, like, how do I want to do it? How do I want to set it up? So, because mm-hmm. I always want to do it where it's like, I don't have to double touch anything. I'm doing it in the least amount of steps. You know, I don't want to get there and real. It's like today when I was asking you, like, I don't want to get there and realize I need a different screwdriver mm-hmm. and I have to go back or I don't want to do it and be like, oh, you know what? All the bins should have teacher names on them too. So now I got to go back through all the bit. Like, so giving yourself permission to just sit there and think about like what you're going to do mm-hmm. and all the steps you need and all the things you need covered mm-hmm. is, I don't know, maybe it wasn't for you, but it was like a hard concept for me to come to terms with is like, oh, that's a part of what they're paying me to do. Oh, no, like I, I, I definitely get that. Like, cause it's, yeah, like cause it, it, you just. Like, it seems like you're not doing anything. Like, it's only someone walked by and been like, this fucking guy. Well, it's the th- it's also the thing, too, that can be frustrating where somebody's like, you busy? Or somebody calls mm-hmm. while you're... Because I don't know about you. And this is the other thing that I think can kind of make it tricky mentally is that it's not our job's not always like that. But there are things that come up during the year where, like, you do have to, like, sit and think about how you're going to do something or how you're going to fix something or how you're going to work something mm-hmm. uh, or structure something. And I will, especially like when it's, if like Mike asked me to build something out in PDQ or something like that, then I will have to like go and read a little bit and sit and think about like, okay, could I do this? Can we do, you know, and then you like have to write it out and test it and I'll like set time aside to do that kind of stuff. But then if you set time aside, it it's weird to like see your phone ringing and go like, no, you got to go to voicemail. Cause like, this is the work I'm doing right now. That mm-hmm. can be really frustrating in our job. Uh, whereas like if somebody emails and they're like, okay, you know, whatever's not working and I need it to work because we're supposed to do this thing today. You're like, all right, I'll drop this. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, you know, we're, we're going to do that with, PLTW at some point in July. Right. We'll just spend it's like fun. A, we'll just spend a couple days just like figuring it just, out. Just drawing things on a whiteboard and like seeing Well and you gotta Google a lot and read and just yeah, and you just figure out like, okay, this should work. Mm-hmm. And then you have to just try it out. Mm-hmm. But it would you know, there are other things too that'll just come up there in the year where you're just like, I don't know, I gotta think about like how do I wanna do this? Oh yeah, like I, I like I think I'll have a lot of that this year. Cause I'll just be like Cause it'll be, it'll be stuff that I haven't necessarily right. done before. So it'll just be like, okay. Well, and that's what I, that's one of the things I'm excited about with that is mm-hmm. that I'll, cause Nick and I will bounce ideas off mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And so now there's just another person. <coughs> What's up, Pat? 
giving yourself time to think ensures that your solution is a product of focus and attention. Yeah. Instead of some knee jerk reaction. Exactly. And that's what I didn't think. I didn't understand that when I was younger. Whereas if, you know, if I was like 25 and Sarah asked me, it would be like, it's, it's just subconscious. It's just like, she wants an answer and you would just be like, uh, yeah, I guess that's fine. It could go right there. That's fine. Whereas like, as you get older and you know, you start to work with people who genuinely respect what you think you start to realize like, Oh, that like this person's actually asking me what I think. <laughs> and so you'll, because of that, you start to, or at least for me, I've started to have more like bravery and saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And just going like, I don't know. I got to think, can I get like, can I email you? Oh, yeah. Can I get back to you? Because I don't, I don't know what my answer is. Oh yeah, that's and that and that comes from just feeling like confident in like yourself that they don't think you're an idiot for saying that. Right. Because like like at first that's what you're thinking, but like exactly. now like I'll go through me like, I don't know. Oh, I I don't know. Let me let me email Joni and see and see right. if I know like what's. I don't know. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta consider it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Pat says too often if someone at work comes up with a quick solution, the room tends to follow them due to how quickly they come up with the answer. Well, that guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I definitely think that's the case too. Oh, and it, like that's happened. That's happened in like meetings before, where it's like people just are like saying things. Yeah, and it's just like this is water. Um, and that, and that's kind of why like I like, I think like like when I like write things down, it like slows it to where it's like okay. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Like, it's like because you're like you're like you're like you're almost being a little bit more deliberate and like okay. And like, because like, well, I would thought you were saying it slows other people down. Well, same thing. Cause they, yeah, okay. Because I have to. Because I have to wait for like. Yeah. No, that's a good. That's a good point. That it's yeah, it slows everything down, including the other people in the room. Yeah, I, I was thinking too. It uh, another piece of the maturity that's come over time has been like, and I really think that having a boss who allows for this type of thing mm-hmm. is a really big part of it. But we're like. Bob was like, yeah, I think this is how we should go about doing it, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you sit and have a think about it. And then you're like, no, I don't think that, like, and just, like, telling Bob. And Bob's like, yeah, do it your way. You know, like, I'm not afraid to just tell my boss, like, I don't think that's the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's also just nice to have somebody who trusts you and is like, no, yeah, it's your show. Yeah. And you're like, oh, (laughs) oh, no. You know that it's funny because that's that used to be my reaction it would just be like in this job mm-hmm. like years ago I'd be like oh no what yeah. and now I'm like oh yeah okay sweet cool I I can do that mm-hmm. uh which is a nice feeling yeah I wanted to go back Kibby somewhere Kibby you still here uh he said I like them as a garnish that's not it. I think home economics could be something more expanded upon. Uh, what's up, Kibby? I agreed with that statement, and I don't necessarily mean home economics in like, you know, I remember my economics class or uh, home ec class was like cooking and sewing. That like That's become like a huge, like just kind of like piece, I think, where like people just, they like just teaching kids, um, the like those like life skill things yeah of like savings and checking accounts yep like and, and, and that, which makes sense i wish that had been yeah. there when i was okay so we're on the same page yeah yeah because i i know that's been in like I've, I've i've heard that kind of talked about now for like 
a decade or so. So like, okay. I, so I don't know if that's if that's more in the zeitgeist now. Like that actually is something that, um, like how do you balance yeah. a checking book? How do you make a budget? Actual, no, my parents showed me, but yeah. nobody like actual things for a living. Uh, or then like other things I was thinking about Cause like, is we, like because we can learn how to cook and clean later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was just like other things like how do you how do you paint a room? Yeah, you're all probably gonna want to paint a room at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. How do you figure out like I just yeah. all sorts of stuff that it it isn't immediately obvious mm-hmm. uh i think that could be way expanded upon yeah i don't i i don't regret like not knowing how to change my own oil at all stuff like that oh yeah uh but yeah i do think there could be a lot more cleaning things taught like how to properly clean a toilet and you know just different things like that or how to replace like i think that's supposed to come f- like i wonder if that's supposed to be like a like they're like oh that's a parent thing yeah, but some people don't. I don't know. Yeah, and like you know, I, maybe that's, some people don't have them parents. So I, I and that's where I that's a um that's an equity thing where it's like since right I, since I had um parents, I don't do my own taxes. They were like there on the weekends when I was doing chores. Right. I knew how they would like like clean the mirror. Well, and so like clean the toilet because like it's it's you know like. They had time. They weren't like exactly. Like it's they, an they equity thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where my parents, even when you talk about them having the time <clears throat> and the patience, which yeah. pa- even Taxes. even adults having patience is an equity thing, because mm-hmm. like the more overwhelmed the adult is, the less patience they're going to have. But mm-hmm. I would go clean the bathroom, and then it would get inspected, and it might be like clean the toilet again, dude. Look at this. Mm-hmm. And then you're double, you know. Then you're double cleaning the bathroom, and that was the real punishment. So you would get good at just doing it mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that is an interesting conversation around equity. There. Yeah. It's just like you maybe you should have to clean the toilet and get graded on it. And what like does that just, look like? Just hang out. You get like yeah, like you have to hang with the custodian for a week. Or yeah, the teacher just wheels in toilets, and they ha- you know you take a paintbrush and you just splatter like purple, so it doesn't look too disturbing. I was gonna say red, and then I was like, it's just a bloody toilet, or green. It's alien blood. Mm-hmm. You just splatter green, but then you're graded. Like I don't know, you didn't clean that toilet well. What about under? What about under here? You know, mm-hmm. like just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kibby says, "How about doing your own taxes? Probably wouldn't be bad. I've never done my own taxes in my life." I've never filed taxes. I'm going to jail for a long time. I went to. That's not true. Hey, like, I'm I'm having the H and R block, like the not the like the, I'm sure, I guess the company exists, but like I've always <laughs> I've always just done, um, like the H and R block like tax cut because I don't have like anything like crazy. Yeah. Like even like owning a house, it's just what's your how much how much you know what's what what's your premiums? Yeah. Here you go. It's just like a number I put in. Where like since I don't, I, it's not I don't own a business or anything. Like it's literally just you fill out the fields. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I'm paying forty dollars for that software. Sure. Um, or man, yeah. If you gave me like the the fucking paper return. Yeah. I don't know. I've done the paper return, but it was like my mom sitting and doing it with me, and my mom doing it, mm. and then. Amber started to do my taxes and I've just never done my own taxes. 
Yeah, I, 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 at I, this I, point, I couldn't even tell you how to do the like digital ones. I genuinely, I haven't looked at my taxes. And Amber, what do you think? Like a decade? Have I, I like? I I probably haven't opened my own W two. Mm-hmm. Well, now they just get emailed, or I send them to Amber somehow. She tells me how to do it every. She's not in here anymore. I don't think. Uh, yeah, it's probably been a decade since I've looked at my own W-2 or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't do my own taxes, but people should know. Yeah. Yeah. Home economics, I think, is a good one, too. Yeah. Um, There were other examples I had in my head that I can't think of now. How to spot a scam. <laughs> How to not get catfished. And I, I think that's part of, like, because, yeah, like they start t- they start teaching, like, Right away, now which did it like digital digital citizenship. Digital citizenship, yeah. They're like, don't no, don't talk to the guy online, right? <laughs> or just how to spot hyperbole and like yeah. this is probably nonsense. Or well, then it would get like, uh, it like it would become like politicized, right? Because like they were like, oh, you're trying to teach your kids reason. I don't want my kids learning that. I don't know why I gave that a southern accent. That was rude. That I'm, was sorry. Rude you. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. <sighs> New York City. <laughs> I was going to do it in Mickey Mouse's voice. And then I didn't. And I'm kind of glad that I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else could you teach in home economics? Here's a, like what you actually have to do to get your stuff recycled. That's a great thing I'd love everybody to learn in school. Like if you're just, if you're like throwing dirty plastic in the recycling, can, you know, it might not get recycled. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those plastic bags, you have to like, typically you're, they say recyclable on them, but that doesn't mean that your recycling center can recycle them. Um, like what to do with batteries. You shouldn't throw paint away. You know, like a stuff that I had no idea. Until it was like I was throwing paint away and somebody else was like, you can't just throw paint away. And they're like, why? And they're like, well, because it's flammable and also <laughs> it needs to be disposed of. And, and you're like, oh, they should put that on the box. And then it's like there in giant it's letters. Box, yeah. But that like just stuff like that was never it didn't get pointed. I never had to paint a room or know what to do with paint when it was done or mm-hmm. not to eat paint. Mm-hmm. Tastes so good. Uh, stuff like that. You know, just the like, what are some things that you think are obvious that probably aren't? Do you have anything that comes to mind? Like that was the first, like, I didn't know embarrassingly for years that you you're not supposed to just throw batteries away. How about animal care? There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, do you have any examples like that? You probably learned it all from your parents. Of just things that where you're like, man, I didn't think that was, I didn't, how to change your air filter on your heater, on your furnace. That's like, 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 like not, yeah, like none of that's like. Don't mix bleach and ammonia. <laughs> Do you want to die? Right. Like things like that, that where you're just like, I have had people, that's one. Fixed toilet sink, basic electrical. Yeah, basic electrical, I think, would be great. I think being able to, yeah, look at your own plumbing would be great. What a P-trap is to just know that would be great. 
Um, yeah, like, yeah, like oh, here's a good one that I recently had to do. How to snake a drain. Because mm-hmm. it's not easy and it's not obvious. Yard, Yard care. care. I don't know. I guess you should know how to start a lawnmower. What does yard care entail? I don't know. Cause like a lot of people, a lot of people is like live in apartments too. So they're not, they're not caring for a yard. That's wild. Those people aren't taking big enough shits. Uh, yeah. I I don't, I don't know. Like, cause like, that's the thing. Like there's just so many things. Right. Um, be fun to make a list of them all, though, and get to decide what goes in the class. That's the thing. Like, the, yeah, we need to really be like distilled down by Sugar like, Ray, by uh, people smarter than us on like like because we're just like yelling out things like yeah, Keish don't do this thing. They're like, no, no, they that's fine. They can they get they can they can get that one. Well, it would be interesting. Like, it would so be interesting in to know like nobody needs to know how to change a light bulb, right? Yeah. Uh, but like. Like the, I, it would be interesting to f- somehow f- try to find the statistic that's like, how many people, like how many adults, how many 16-year-olds know you're not supposed to mix bleach and ammonia? Like kids who could, like, you know, parents are out of town and they spill something and they're trying to clean it up. On a, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how many kids know that? Mm-hmm. Is that something that we should be teaching? Like. That's a, I understand that's a really, but it'd be interesting to actually try to find out, like, is there somebody who has this data somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What if I learned it from the History Channel? What? Because it's, it's, uh, like, it's like the poison gas it makes is like chlorine gas. Mm, yeah. Was just like, was used as a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I, think, I think that's where I first learned about it. Oh no! I had I had my mom telling me like from very early on, don't mix bleach and ammonia. You know, How I, to put out a grease fire? That's a great one. Yeah. Because I, I had a grease fire once. I, don't, I, don't and I did put like, water on it, and I lucked out. I don't even think it was like necessarily bleach and ammonia. It was just like like I learned through like the practical things of like the like the stuff we used in the house to clean the things. It's like this like this is the one. They, you know, you don't mix these because, like, one of the I don't know which one I bleach, which one had ammonia, but mm-hmm. I know that when they came together, that's what they did. Yeah, they kill you. It's the, 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 the scrubbing bubbles and the something else, like Windex. Don't mix them because bad stuff happens. Oh, really? Well, I don't know if that's I don't, I, know, used, I, I don't know if those are the two. Okay. Um, I just yeah. I used to mix those two and drink them. Oh, just kidding. Uh, I also think. This one could probably get politicized, which, in my opinion, is wild if it's actually true. See, I didn't think so on car maintenance, Pat. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like dedicated like, to that idea. You could absolutely change my mind, but I think, like, yeah, like I'm not, like, I've not. The only thing I do is maybe, put gas in my car. Maybe a tire, I guess. Oh, you know what? That's true because my dad once did show me how to change a tire. Checking air and how often to take it. Okay. And changing... Huh? Checking for air and how often you should take in air? How often you should take air? Not that you have to do the work, but what to look out for. Great idea. But I think Dan brought up a good point. Uh, Changing a tire. One time my dad... We got a flat tire when I was driving with my dad. And he was like, this is actually... 
important to know. Mm -hmm. Like you should know. And so we went through like, where is typically your flat tire? What is a tire iron? And then I literally, I was like 14, had to climb under the van and like release the donut. Mm -hmm. And then like learned how to use the little spinning jack. Mm -hmm. And then two, I don't think Amber's here, two or three times in my life, I've had to do that with Amber in the car. Hmm. I had to like stop. You don't, you don't let her out first? No, she's, yeah. Stay in the car. Well, no, it's like a, it's a funny story. Cause like we had just newly been going out and we were going not newly, but like we hadn't been going out that long mm-hmm. and we were driving up to the North shore. <clears throat> Amber, if you're still in here, why did Liam say, oh, fudge? Oh, fudge. Uh, Amber, if you're still in here, sound off. But it was like we were driving up to the North Shore. Oh, Christmas story flat. Okay. And we got a flat tire. And Amber was kind of like panicked. Like, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, I'll just put the thing on. And the thing I didn't know is that you're not supposed to drive on the donuts for very long. What, at certain speeds? So we drove on 35, and I'm like 18, 19 years old. So I guarantee I'm going like 80, 85 miles an Too hour. Fast. Yeah, yeah. Up to Duluth, mm-hmm. drove around Duluth the whole weekend, mm-hmm. and then drove back mm-hmm. all the way from Duluth to the cities on that fucking donut. Yeah. I had no idea you weren't supposed to drive on them. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's also an important part is like, d- you, this is to get you to. Mm-hmm. the mechanic uh and i think i probably drove I, if i had to guess i would say i probably drove around on it for like a few days after too um but no amber just i remember her telling me like years later like yeah it was kind of it was kind of sexy It was kind of like just that you like i don't know you just went out there and changed the tire and i was like ha we're not getting dudes laid here which we're trying to teach we might better be. people well, ladies are in these classes too, because obviously you're. Maybe they'll get laid. Obviously, your dumb wife can't fix a tire. Yeah, her dad didn't show her. Yeah, could have got her laid. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I didn't say fudge. Can't go over fifty-five. There's no way I was following. Oh yeah, that. like fifty. Like that's the thing. Like that's like, yeah. I in my mind, I'm no joke. In my mind, I was like, it's a spare tire. Yeah. Like it's a full other tire that's just available to put on your car. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember when it was, but I know that somebody told me like you're not just supposed to be driving around. I want to say it was Ray Finney. Mm-hmm. It was somebody was like you're not just supposed to be driving around on that cuz it was like somebody who noticed me like mm-hmm. at a Best Buy parking lot or something. It was like the third day and they were like that's a man. I think that's how it went. But it was just there was I I know that the sense is there of somebody going like you need to fix that. Like that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Here I'm like flying around the highways. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's not like a Jeep with like a full size tire on the back. Right. It's this dumb little tire. But yeah, I know that my mind until somebody told me it was just like, yeah, it's a spare tire. You just mm-hmm. put it on and you drive around on it. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yep. That's like, what it's there for. <laughs> and like where the jack is supposed to go. Right. Like, oh yeah, you put this on. Not the body. You put it on the, the fucking like yep. metal frame here. Oh, yeah. That's a really important part. And there's actually like little notches that you can put it on. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Being that pointed out, like don't put it on the plastic. Yep. Don't just put it anywhere. Don't put it in the middle of the car. This will fall on you. Right. Um, 
how to jump a car is good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 Don't get don't get don't get those uh, cables backwards. Then you start. Oh, then you start to think on fire. That's not good. I was gonna say one that I could see being politicized, and if it was, it would be weird. But I'd want to hear people's arguments as to why they were against it. But I really think how to get an abortion. No, that's not. <laughs> Uh, nutrition, basic, like it could be a part of home economics or whatever you want to call it, but basic nutrition, calories in calories out, what macro food groups are and what they do. It's like a day of class. I don't, that's like a, (laughs) that's, that's like, that's like deep, like government shit. Liam boos me. Like. I'll take a day. I'm not saying you have to take a whole fucking like trimester. A sick day. You're, you're dumb. Uh, yeah, I, I like I. I feel like that's talked about. I don't know. Maybe. Just. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I don't know either. But like I, I like I feel like that's in health class. I feel, I, like, just, I feel like in health class we went over like what food is. No, not the food pyramid. No, you're not good. Yeah, to see, go. Liam, yeah, Liam gets it. No, it's not. Like I, I, I know because like you know, like you talk about like like in like health, like you talk about like calories and like like how the body uses things. So it, it might already be it might already be in there. Then maybe there should. I, I, I don't know. I have no idea what a current health class or anything is mm-hmm. like. But yeah, I think there should be a, a one of the best explanations I've ever heard was like it's ju- it's just like a budget. Mm-hmm. You have the amount coming in and the amount going out, and you know. Well, Liam's like Liam's got a savings account. Mm-hmm. Like he he's like he's like taxes. Yeah, Liam, yeah. Liam Liam's not paying taxes on his. Like he's 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 hoarding right now. He's he's. What do you mean a practical way to follow a pet? What's he hoarding? Calories. <laughs> uh. If I had to do my taxes, gun to my head, I'm dead. Same. How are you just discovering that? Are you in some weird time loop? Well, he 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 probably yeah he probably scrolled up. Talked about taxes. Okay. Yeah. He, that's the, oh, or he's just listing taxes. Look, I get it. That's the thing. Like you, I I like that's why I would not want to write this curriculum because it would be you're you're just out here like body shaming people right it would be tough yeah and that would just i that's why i'm i'm trying to say like real basic where it's like the math is still if you're taking in more calories than you are putting out that's you know your body is going to store that energy in some way yeah that way is body fat but um. Yeah, just basic nutrition. I still want to know what Pat meant when he said not just a class, but a practical way to follow it. And yeah, the practicalities of like equity. What do you mean? Well, so you you will have millions of children in this like nation that would not be able to follow this thing you're trying to tell rich white people to go get whatever food they want. Right. It sucks. So unfortunately, I don't think that I don't think that class can exist. The choices that are provided at school lunch. 
I still don't follow what you're you saying. You got pizza bagels, buddy. <laughs> I got Italian dunkers. Don't. Don't I hi- still don't do Italian dunkers some days at the high school. Don't don't hang out with uh, uh, whatever whatever that English guy is. He's uh, he's he's filling your head with lies, Pat. Um, no, but that I mean, you do bring up another good point about around equity. Is like, yeah, it cheap food is typically more calorie dense <laughs> and less full of micronutrients, mm-hmm. and that is absolutely equity. Yeah, uh, but also vegetables are pretty cheap. It's the but, the, but the, like the time you have to make the, the food. T- right. Yeah. It, that's the part of the equity is like the time that goes into actually making them. So kids can see what a serving size is. Yes. And eat it. And they can see what a healthy meal is. Healthy meals. That's one thing that I talk about with my kids is like, I don't want the, like, there's no food that's bad for you, you know, but like if all you ate was broccoli, that'd be bad for you. I don't know what a school lunch is right now in elementary school. I, I know what a high school lunch is. I can't imagine it's terrible for you. You can still get Italian dunkers. But there's no way they're good for you. If I was in high school, I could burn that shit in like a minute and a half. My metabolism was so fast. Italian dunkers. Well, man. you you were so busy playing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was I was I was I was rail thin. Not same. <laughs> uh, well, and be and actually being thin or thick isn't necessarily a whole. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think healthy meals are very negotiable, but portion sizes for food isn't. Like determining what a portion size is is Oh yeah, 100%. When you like when you actually when you're like, "Oh, okay, a portion size of this cereal is 36 grams." And then you weigh it out and you're just like, "Fuck, what? This is no cereal. I've been having like six servings." Uh, that type of stuff is frustrating. Yeah, like again, like these are things that are just, you know, as this might sound stupid, but we are wholeheartedly ignorant to what the actual what the, what is actually taught in schools right now. We are, <laughs> but we're talking about things they should be teaching. That's the fun. <laughs> it might sound stupid. Um, I would, and it was also just like, yeah, what would be, yeah, fun. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I. I, it, I Mostly it's like, what what did I, what do I wish I had taken more time to understand when I was younger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it never, I mean, here's another thing. Uh, you remember how I got kidney stones at mm-hmm. like 20 or 21 or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were just all sorts of ignorant things that wouldn't like, soda doesn't hydrate you. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, ibuprofen is not a cure-all. Yeah. Uh, like you shouldn't, you sh- shouldn't be taking like twelve ibuprofen every day throughout the course of the day. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. It's actually really bad for you. But in my mind, it was like I don't know. You got a headache. This thing hurts. You take ibuprofen. That's so much ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, you probably shouldn't be taking an antacid before bed every single night of your life. Like, mm-hmm. just what's, what's the root cause here? Right. Just stuff like that. Yeah. Of like. Why did you get kidney stones that young? Oh, your diet is terrible and you never ever drink water. Like the like the only minerals you got were were from the Tums tablet. Right. <laughs> uh that that's just another example of like more obvious stuff that I didn't know like yep. oh. Ibuprofen's like now it's bananas to me to even think that that was new information to me that like 
ibuprofen is bad for your liver and kidneys. Like, but like, wait, what? Like, like, like. The, I thought you just took it when you had a headache. Like the number of adults that we work with that know it's not good, but still drink like multiple. Diet like, Mountain Dews for breakfast, or just like even just like just like four energy drinks in a day. Oh yeah. I mean, that that turns into more of a... Th- like, they know that it's not good. Yeah. And that yeah, is yeah. just self-control, which is a whole thing you can't... Yes. I don't know how you can't teach that in no. high school. No. Because none of those kids have self-control. No. Uh, that just becomes a, a thing of self-mastery, which is... I don't know. Kids are masturbating all the time. Somebody said... Yeah, you said self-mastering. All right, that is what I said. I said self-mastery. Oh, we'll say different. Which sounds... You got to figure out what you like. Sounds the same. Uh, I do think there is something to be said for self-mastery, but it's... I don't know where or how you teach that. That's for your 20s. Like maybe in college? I guess so. Yeah. That's like, like a... Because like, like you're learning everything else in high school, like just the things that like make it so that you can hopefully go to college and not die. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I suppose a part of self-mastery is your frontal cortex finishing its development. Yep. And like you're on your own for the first time for most people at, at that at that age. Yeah. So that, that maybe, maybe that's when you start going to like, yeah, like that sort of stuff. You know, like, so yeah, like maybe, there's, maybe there's college courses these kids should be having. On self-mastery. Yeah. Now let's talk about all the college courses everybody should have to take. Having no idea. Tons of anime, video games. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an awesome college. Mm-hmm. Dan, I got to go to bed. Okay. Uh, we went longer than I... I was like... Dear God. I was like, if Dan and I can scrape our way through to 930, mm-hmm. I'm going to consider that good. But now it's almost 10. I'm tired. Yeah. Kibby. That was a great mailbag. Yeah. That was fun to very talk good, about. Very good question. Uh, thank you, Kibby. If anybody else has any mailbag uh, topics that they want to email us, they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You can email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Cam. 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 This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Good Lord. Uh, the list for next week is top five favorite cars favorite or most beautiful cars is how javin that you want to own right it's basically like what are your top five dream cars to own concept cars don't exist Uh, needs to be a real car it needs to be a real car and it needs to have four wheels because i think i think javin said automobiles yeah motorcycle does not it does not count right it can't be a concept car it can't be like the scooby-doo van i've seen that van on the street Okay. It can't be the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could make your own version of the Scooby-Doo van, I yeah. suppose. No, this, this, has, this has to be a, a production vehicle. Right. Uh, but top five. Yeah. Uh, we're basically just saying top five cars you'd like to own. Yeah. Um, and that is actually, that list is next week. Because mm-hmm. that is January 30th. So I better start working on that list. Correct. Uh, Amber was like, oh, I forget. What is the list this... There's a lot of cars. This month? And I was like, oh, you don't care what it is. And she goes, what is it? And I was like, your top five cars. And she's like, uh... That's why... she has too many? That, that's why some of the lists, like, 
we don't go back to again and again because they're less inclusive. Like Amber doesn't give a fuck about cars. Amber doesn't even know what kind of car she drives every day. I yeah. bet you. No, if you guys are right. She now. might know the manufacturer. She might. It's the thing she gets in it. She pushes a button and it goes. Yeah. She got to put gas in it. Like <laughs> uh, Amber and I are on the same page. <laughs> well, sorry, Kibby. Um, yeah, but if you have ideas for top five lists you'd like us to do, email them. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two sponsors, as always. Joey the Good Boy, who has gone to bed a long time ago. And Mike Long, who designed all of our graphics. Probably still awake. If this is your first time listening, subscribe to us on whatever app you get podcasts on. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for tuning in. I gotta do this thing. Yeah, you hit that button. Which one is it? I don't know. We'll go to Joey. It's just the empty floor. <laughs>